Hey, Real Nerds listeners, your favorite host, Ryan, here to remind you that social media is great. How great is it? There's many ways you can find the Real Nerds on social media. You can download us on iTunes. You can listen to us streaming on Stitcher Radio. You can call us 720-6Nerds5. Aw, man, our website is so cool. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You want to leave some fan mail? Oh, that's so easy, realnerds at gmail.com. Twitter, we got it, at real underscore nerds. You can even like us on Facebook. Thank you so much, and hey, enjoy the show. Hi, this is Jonathan Tiersten from The Perfect House and Sleepaway Camp, and you are listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic-Con. I am Ryan, and with me are Real Nerds in the Half Shell. Brad! And... James! Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> oh. Nice. Every week we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience to the world. This week we saw turtles who are mutants, ninjas, and, and teenagers. teenagers. Uh, we Man, when you say it like that, it's just stupid. Uh... We saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, and actually, I'm going to go ahead and apologize to the listeners of Real Nerds Podcast and to Brad. Um, I wasn't able to finish Nemesis this week. Ugh, so You fucking dick. So we're going to have to... I'm going to hold off one more week on uh, the Star Trek. What? Can't we just talk about like all three of them no, now? No, I'm going to talk about them all at once. But... God no. damn it. But... No, all at once. But... You know what? I'm going to hold this podcast hostage by not talking about Ninja Turtles. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I Going that, home. That might kind of work because, like, I care more about Brad's opinion of turtles than I do anything else. Um, um no, and the reason is, is uh, Brad was gone last week, and I totally lied to everybody. But my week was such a fucking shitstorm this week that I didn't, I could not invest the brain power into watching Star Trek. I, I actually kind of understand what you're saying because, like, um. Because you hadn't known those characters beforehand, I think like completing them and seeing the whole arc is probably worth it. Well, that too, and I and I I told James this earlier, but I have to really concentrate on Next Generation because the uh, the characters are I don't know them as well as I know the original cast. Yeah, because I don't think they're as pop culturally. Yeah, like everybody knows who Spock is. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and I after. Why do you need to watch all three to make a judgment on one four. movie? There are four of them. He's already told us about generations. Yeah. Like, oh, that's true. Um, I mean, we can talk about it if you want, but I'd rather save whatever you guys want to do. We can say we can say whatever, um, whatever. I mean, I don't want. I, I don't mean, want, I didn't watch Nemesis this week either. I don't so want I, Brad to get all I, Borg I, on me and go crazy. So, <laughs> oh, you're such a tease. Um, I didn't watch Nemesis. Insurrection and Nemesis so. together. No one cares about those two. <laughs> No, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna tease. I'm just doing I'm doing just the tip right now. You know, we can only we can only have so many surprises in a month and the fact that you watched Mud last week was was I know it was really funny you weren't here, but I like hit it behind my chair and I I said, James, I gotta give you something. (laughs) I gave it like a Zelda. I was like I was opening a chest. It was it was quite the shocking shocking moment on Runner's podcast. Um, yeah. So we saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We also talk about the number one movie in the box office, Blu-rays that are coming out, movie news, stuff we've been watching. Uh, and when I talk about stuff I watched this week, guys, you'll see why I could not. I don't know. It was a, it was a 
long fucking week. But speaking of long weekends, um, Brad, why don't you tell us about your 48-hour film festival project? Of course, this will be up after the fact. Yes, yeah, it's going up after we screen but, it on Sunday, so but whatever. I, but yeah, I, so you can spoil it. You can talk about yeah, it like... Because uh, I fucked it up last week. I could have. You had the clapper thing. And I thought it said the diary of Anne Frank. I know. And I thought that's. I, like, I listened to the episode already. You did. All right. I was like, "What the fuck? Did he really make a dark comedy about the diary of Anne Frank?" But but um, he did. I want you to tell us about uh, the process, what you selected, and how you came to the idea that you came to. Uh, well, on Friday, seven o'clock, we went to go draw our, our genre, and I was thinking, like, oh, it'd be cool if we got a western or musical this year. We do like. Thunderbolt the musical, or uh, we'll do a Western thing, black and white. It'd be cool. And then the last thing I was thinking we were ever going to get was dark comedy. Which is kind of right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. When, when you post that picture on uh, <laughs> Facebook, I was like, oh, shit. I know. I was really excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. This is like, it's a freebie right here. Like, we, we got this. <laughs> we got this. And then uh, the other half of me was like, but we got comedy two years ago, and we had too many ideas to work with, and it tripped us up. Um, but it wasn't two years ago, Don't Be a Pussy? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we did well in the end, but yeah. it's just like writing that script took forever because mm. oh. we couldn't like settle on exactly, like there's just too much available to us. And the same thing happened this time um, where we started out with like, okay, what are all the most offensive, screwed up things we can do a movie about? And then obviously the Holocaust uh, <laughs> came up, so that was on the board. Uh, there's this one idea where... Uh, and we, like we had another actress come on board at the last minute, so like oh we now we have two people uh, for this. And uh, one of the ideas was like one actress would be blind, and the other one would be would be exploiting her blindness uh, for personal gain. Uh, There's one where someone it's like a door to door salesman, and he keeps going to the same door because he doesn't remember, like he has amnesia or something. Mm-hmm. So he keeps trying to sell to the same guy, and the guy's trying to tell him like you were already here, you just talked to me like ten minutes ago. Uh, so that's like one idea. And then, uh, anyway, so we actually started with it. We were like, well, let's do the Holocaust thing. Uh, there was like one idea cause we had, uh, the idea was we only had one actress. So like, oh, we'll make her play like a doppelganger role. So she'll play like a good and evil version of herself. So she's going to play like a Jewish internment camp person. And then she'd also play, um, a Jew <laughs> or a German, uh, a Nazi soldier who's oh, like no. oppressing them, and then you know it'd be like Ernest goes to jail, where <laughs> the internment—you just yeah. related the Holocaust to Ernest <laughs> goes to jail. <laughs> yeah, so they would they would capture the the Nazi uh, officer and then switch roles, and yeah. Um, anyway, we got through. Uh, we ended up scrapping that a little bit, and then doing this thing where a it's a little complicated. Uh, there ha- there's this uh writer so the the character uh that they gave you was Anthony or Anya Sakuski and the prop was a map and then the line of dialogue was I don't know why I'm here and their occupation was a writer so we decided okay we're going to do Anya Sakuski she's a writer but she writes about all, all like all her friends lives like really candidly and that frustrates them cuz obviously they don't want their secrets out so um, then her husband gets cancer, and so she throws a party celebrating that, like, her next book is going to be, be about her husband's cancer. And then uh, everyone goes to this party. Everyone's, like, really annoyed and bummed to be going to it. But then halfway through, you find, halfway through it, you find out that 
Her friends stage the party and her husband doesn't have cancer. They stage the party to be an intervention about her writing her books about them. And then we got like 80% of that script done. And then uh, Eileen stood up and said like, I don't feel like this is really that funny. Um, and frankly, it's the stuff that you guys do have. Like one of the, the street that they live on is Hodgkin's road. <laughs> um, cancer. Um, right. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Uh, okay. For the listeners who don't know. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I can say it. My sister had cancer. <laughs> <laughs> See, jokes like that. Yeah. Um, you wanted. But yeah, and then she, uh, we were also like, you know, our actress, Jamie, like, I don't know if, if Jamie's agent, she would recommend she not do this <laughs> script. Like, it's that bad. I was like, okay, well, great. And I just told everyone we're doing the Diary of Anya Frank <laughs> <laughs> online. We have to commit to it, though. Um, but, yeah, so we threw that out, and then we did this new thing where it's still, like, a four-minute conversation of these friends who were um, upset with Anya about how they wrote about her, and but we just simplified it. So there's not the whole intervention thing or uh, the cancer. It's more just, uh, yeah. Is it funny? I hope so. I don't know. It's 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 really different compared to what we, uh, we usually do. You know. Does it look good? I think so. Nice. I bet it looks good. Brad shot it. Did you Did you see the tr- teaser? No, I haven't watched it yet. No. You see the teaser? Yeah. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm I, just asking. I'm just asking the guy who was there filming it. Yeah. Uh, it's in black and white because I want to do something black and white, and it's it's supposed to be a dark comedy. I, I feel like it's not well, as dark as it, it should be. Yeah, like you were referencing Anne Frank. Like yeah. Black and white is. And the funny, like one of the jokes in there, I'll, I'll spoil this one is uh, she she only titled that book because it's a bestseller, so she's just piggybacking. <laughs> yeah, because she's <laughs> a horrible person. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's why we kept the title, or how we kept the title, because I thought it was, you know, I thought it'd be a good. It's in bad taste to for somebody else to use that title. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I thought it, it was catchy. Like yeah. So like people, it would make people go like, oh my god, oh they didn't do this terrible thing, do they? Yeah. With our comedy. Oh, and then they'd find out. They'd be relieved watching it. Like, oh, it's just for this one guy. It's not gotcha. really about the Holocaust. Yeah. That's but I want people good. to think it is. Yeah. Because um, the Knicks brothers also got dark comedy. So I just, I was like, hands in the air. Like, we're done. <laughs> That's their wheelhouse, too. So, and, and halfway through the night, we were, I was actually going through, like, season two real nerd scripts, seeing, like, which ones I could turn into our own <laughs> 48 hour film. And it didn't happen. <laughs> and then we were also, like, reading through Sphinx's domain, like, trying to. <laughs> Like the spy with three dicks. Like, could this be a live action thing? <laughs> yeah, no. Cool. So, yeah, Sunday. You're in block. I probably want to see you fuckers you there. In. You got it in. Yeah, got it in on time. So it's eligible for awards and stuff. I think we actually might have a shot at like best ensemble because Adam, Eileen. Oh, wait to see what Eileen did for the movie. <laughs> it is totally out of character. Um, Sweet. All the characters. All the actors, we just use their names. So all the characters, like Adam is Adam hmm. and stuff. So uh, Eileen's Eileen. Um, yeah. I hope, can't wait to have people see it and see what they think. But yeah, cool. best ensemble. The the acting between each other is actually really good. Because we did the script. Because it's just people sitting around talking. I shot everyone three to- like in three different angles. Yeah. And so we did the script like 40 times, like all the way through over and over again. And right. everyone was game for it. Same energy and course um they got really good at saying their lines yeah and just keeping the relation like the the rapport going yeah very cool between each other so it feels like a natural thing i talked to ed from where i work and yeah because they did he uh he did one he said it turned out pretty good too yeah well he's part of stranger studios and i don't he wouldn't tell me all the details of it but i think i've deduced that 
it's all animation and it's four different stories in one movie. Holy oh. shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really talented guy. He's really excited at the new our new corporate headquarters. He's getting his own sound booth and things like that. So he has his own little thing. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Well, congratulations, Brad. I hope it does well. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. What are we doing? Whatever you want to do first. Fuck you. We're doing box office numbers. This is the box office stats. Uh, number one movie was Guardians of the Galaxy with no $94 million. Dollars. But the movie we saw, Get On Up, came in at number three at 13.5. Yep. So Dancing Lives On. That's a dancing yep. movie, right? Uh, yeah, there's also a Step Up movie came out this weekend, if you didn't oh know. Oh, my God, that's right. Um, so Wait, yeah. I didn't get to the second half of last week's episode. Do you saw Get Up Instead? No, we didn't no. really. Oh. I'm just doing that joke again <laughs> because I still think it's funny. <laughs> um. That movie crushed all expectations. Hollywood is projecting it to do $60 million. Man. And it destroyed it. Sheesh. Yeah. Right so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, 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 Whoops, you, did you see it? Did you, did you, did you we'll like talk it? about it. <laughs> well, oh, oh, okay. All right. Okay. I got some shit to say. Nice. Um, what do we do next? Uh, if you haven't ghost. seen Guardians, go see Guardians. Did your wife know about the cat circus this week? Uh. No, I don't know. I'm sure she does, but she's nine months pregnant and grumpy right now. <laughs> so she'll come in. We, we might still be recording. She'll be like, meh, and she'll go right to bed. And the then when kitties. she's in bed, I'll be like, hi, honey, how are you? And she'll go, meh. It's been a wonderful couple of weeks here. Tell her about the kitties. The kitties will make it all better. <laughs> are they kitties shot? That'd hoops. make me happy. <laughs> uh, playing piano, guitar, jumping off of tight ropes. Amazing, <laughs> James. What are you doing? What's the next uh, segment? In uh, in 1985, this is the weekend that Back to the Future came out. Awesome, right? Isn't that cool? August. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't know. What are we doing next? Are we doing? Whoa, whoa! Spoilers! <laughs> spoilers! Are we doing uh, Blu-rays next? Fuck no. We're doing comic book. What's up, nerds? It's the comics corner. Okay. Bears the comic book. Uh, Brad, it's your week. Yeah. Is it my week? Yeah. yeah. Tell mm-hmm. us a turtle comic we need to read. Yeah, like if, you, uh, if, if you're somebody who's never read the turtles, like me, how do you get into the turtles? Where should you start? What's a good one? Not issue one. Well, luckily for you, IDW, uh, IDW is republishing all the classic Eastman and Laird comics. Yeah. So you can easily get your hands on the iconic first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I just said not the first issue. I wasn't listening to you. Okay. <laughs> So um, if um, so, you want another one? Yeah, uh, the like second I wanna, one. I want like a cool. No, no, no. Because no. like, they they just started that new no. series a couple years yeah, tell ago. Us like, a, is there a really cool story in there? Tell us a cool story that we should pick up. Where's that series? Really face. good. The it's new series a, got some um, pussy hair on you. Is what you're saying? I do. God damn it! I was neat even pussy when I filmed that cat show. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Uh, the new idea. Yeah, the, the new series. It's good, but I haven't like. I've been reading it in like the trade paperback form, yeah, and just like burning through it, so I don't retain it as much. Hmm. But I do like uh, some of the stuff they were doing with like um, combining the the cartoon show with the old comics, um, like Krang's in it with the whole android body, but the android body's actually cool and not gay, like in the <laughs> cartoon, um, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, oh yeah. So, so homoerotic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. It's yeah. 
It's so gay, homosexuals say fag. And that's horrible. Yeah, it's like it's more militaristic and stuff. Uh uh, what else? I I've been I haven't read much of anything in a long time. Yeah. Uh, like I own Saga and I still haven't read it. Um, can we just talk about the stuff I do know? Oh, that's why we're talking yeah. about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah, we told you the, to pick a story. So so go pick up the original ones. Okay, if you don't want the first uh, issue, get issue ten. I believe it is. It's uh, in the the nineteen ninety movie. Uh-huh. It's the inspiration for that whole like uh, antique store burning down. Uh, Raphael gets his ass, uh, ass beat. Okay. And Shredder shows up in the... Ba- you know, like, um, pretty sure that's it. Very cool. Or am I thinking of Return to New York? All right. How about the third uh, Return to New York story where Leonardo uh, is on top of the rooftop fighting the Shredder? And there's a sweet two-page panel of Leonardo going after the Shredder. And there's just this tiny little slit in Shredder's neck that indicates that he got his head lopped off. Nice. That's cool. See, awesome. that's what I wanted. And he's only there because... Oh, yeah. I think it's... Is it 10? No, the first issue, he gets blown up. So he comes back because the Foot Clan used these special worms to regenerate his body like they pieced sure. his body back together. Um, that's why he's back in Return to New York. Sounds awesome. I don't, I don't feel like you're but, being but, honest. No, I'm, no, I'm being <laughs> genuine. Like, dude, yeah, worm sounds better than like, uh, I don't know, he's just back now. Like, yeah, that's cool. But to help the listeners, yeah, the IDW reprints are sweet. They're hardcover. Uh, some are in color. Yeah, some are in color. And even those issues that, that, well, you probably can't find them that easily, but you might be able to go to Color of Coins Cards and ask Andrew. He might be able to help you find He'll them. He'll point yeah. you to the right trade with it in it. There's sure. one well, for where sure. the cover says The Unmentionables. It just came out recently. And that original comic, I could not, I'd never seen anywhere else other than the issue that I had. So wow. the fact that they reprinted it makes it like more, more available. Cool. Um, and that's a cool one. But. A lot of those issues between early ones are a lot of the turtles hanging out on the farm. Oh, yeah. Um, forget either dealing with Splinter missing or something. I don't remember. But cool. So we get the early stuff. Yeah. From yeah, let's a, get the early stuff. From, black, from a, from go a true, black and white. Be a, from be a true Turtles fan. Yeah. Awesome. That's what I wanted. Yeah. And if you go to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics and you get those trades, you get them 20% off. Hell yeah. yeah. Or if you can find some Archie stuff. There's some old Archie Turtles comics that are... Oh, or in line with the old cartoon, they're fun. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of depends what kind of turtle you want. Do you want the dark and gritty one or the fun Saturday Ooh, morning? Cartoon? Actually, Image did a run of Ninja Turtles in uh, in the late nineties. That really? was uh, Eric Larson and uh, yeah, Eric no Larson's shit. Cool. They had a Savage Savage Dragon crossover, but um, it was that really sounds like Image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing was, well, at the time, it was really jarring because m- they would. They did these like drastic changes to each of the turtles. Like Leonardo got his hand cut off, Raphael Shit. lost an eye, Donatello fell out of a plane, cracked his shell, like, and then they had to turn him into a cyborg. Um, wow! And I was really into it, and then it ended at issue twenty-three. Sounds like Image. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like I know fans hated it because it was so like, I think Splinter dot like Splinter was dead. Um, yeah, people were, like out crying like this isn't the turtles, but I was actually fascinated by it. Yeah, I was like, I want to see where this goes. And it went into the garbage. Yeah, it went into just abruptly. That, that, that's so weird that Image Comics would stop <laughs> producing a comic and never finish it. <laughs> yeah. There was this one really sweet cover that was red, and it had like Raphael. Oh yeah, Raphael became the Shredder. Oh yeah, he like found the armor and he donned it to like strike fear into criminals. But yeah, there's like this sweet red cover. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, 
I think he, he I think he wore Casey's mask first. Yeah. And then he switched to the shredders. I do remember those covers being very dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, especially that red one. That was awesome. Yeah, cool. and then there's this one where it's like in the sewer and you see the shredder armor, but it's like wider and stockier than yeah, what he should be. Yeah, you just tell there's a turtle in there. But it's black. Like you can't see what's under it. Right. It's, it's cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Sweet. Cool. This is the stuff you should get on Blu-ray next week. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Oh, and then you should also try it in Nesca. Bears. You can get bears on Blu-ray this week from Disney Nature. Go watch some bears. Uh, they're, they're I totally pre-ordered uh, the Godzilla that when you open it, it roars. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, season one of The Blacklist comes out this week, didn't it? You guys never watched That's this. That's racist. My, NBC. my dad watched a whole bunch of it, and he seems to like it, um, but I never gave it a shot. Uh, did you pre-order Hercules the Blu-ray, Ryan? Uh, I did not. Okay. Did you pre-order... Are you going to? It's a Disney movie. Oh, oh, the Hercules Disney. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. I did, yeah. Okay. Did you, you pre-order... Tarzan too? God damn it. Are you, did you pre-order Tarzan from Disney no. on Blu-ray? Okay. Are you not getting Tarzan? Did, I will eventually. Are you, did you pre-order Bedsticks and Broomsticks <laughs> and Bedrooms? No. Breadsticks and... <laughs> Breadsticks and Buttknockers. Uh, all right. Did There's, anybody... There is one more that you missed. I did pre-order a two-movie set of Footloose and Fancy Free and the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, I did miss those. Because everyone loves Mr. Toad's those Wild Ride. Right. It's not even the name. It's Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Oh. Um, but yeah, Footloose and Fancy Free has, of course, the iconic Mickey and the Beanstalk. Uh, there's also... Brad, did you pre-order Assault on Arkham? I didn't because I'm just trying to figure out... Like DC keeps putting out these like random animated movies. Yeah. I'm like waiting for the long Halloween to get animated. I do know Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman in that. People, That's always a plus. People speak very He highly. told me that when we were backstage. Uh, that movie, <laughs> the yeah. <little> like... <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> oh. uh, you're such a badass. Uh, the any the movie Lock, starring with Tom Hardy, where like Tom Hardy just drives a car the whole time. Oh, yeah. That looks um, interesting. Yeah. I, it got really amazing reviews. So I, I I'm saw actually it. really interested oh, in seeing I'm it. I'm driving a car now. <laughs> Uh, I saw trailer. I've never seen a trailer for it until I saw it before Under the Skin. You know what oh. trailer is awesome? Mad Max. Yeah. Did you guys <laughs> know that they are making a or that they made a sequel to A Haunted House? Yeah, it was out for a week. <laughs> I I don't remember. I didn't came I, out in April. Didn't they? Didn't a Haunted House come out in January? <laughs> Wasn't no, that last this year. year? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, wow. Oh, new Toxic Avenger. Uh, yeah, they're re-releasing the Toxic Avenger. Avenger. It's a goofy movie. Did you guys see Lloyd Kaufman in Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Yeah, he's in the prison. Really? Yeah. Oh, funny. That's I don't awesome. know that I would recognize his face, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. yeah I, I would. Like, if, I, I, if I could see him, I'd be like... Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then there is a apparently movie starring Nicolas Cage called Rage... That comes out this week. Oh, that should they be Cage Rage. Photoshop- <laughs> right? What a waste be- of a title. Well, and, they, <laughs> and look, look, look. They, they could have at least done that on the cover where it could have just said, like, like Cage up here and then Rage in big red. But no, they totally fucked that up, too. And that looks like the Entertainment Weekly that had Jack Bauer on it and they just put Nicolas Cage's yeah. head on top. Oh, yeah. No, it's a horrible Photoshop. And the tagline is just, the past never stays dead. Mm. Did someone kill the past? Saying. Remember when Nicolas Cage was in high profile movies? Well, at least his hand is all weird and like the Bangkok Dangerous poster. Right? Oh, you mean like that uh, that trailer for Left Behind that came out this week? Yeah, movies like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, I think that's it. Um, you missed uh, Scream Factory's Hotel Hell, which oh, is okay. a really cool, goofy slasher film, which I pre-ordered as well. Cool. I I tend to miss a lot of those because there are, there are things like, you know, there was some Grindhouse movie that I think was just called... Actually, I think it was just a compilation of Grindhouse trailers. I don't um, know how you miss it. The cover art that they commissioned is sweet. Uh, I'll, in, in the movie... Uh, I don't know if I want to spoil this part. I guess it's on the cover, so do it doesn't it. matter. Uh, the slasher in it wears a big pig head with a huge chainsaw, and there's a chainsaw fight in it. Hmm. And so the commissioned art is Isn't a pig the with a chainsaw. Year next? Uh, no, the year next is like a wolf or something. Oh, that's right. But yeah, that's coming out as well. Cool. Well, I guess we're doing real news because James is already not paying attention to us and looking on Slash Film. Yep. Why don't you go to Hollywood Reporter? Fuck Slash Film. Or Variety. You're right. Uh, Variety, you got to come through too much shit. Because they talk about shit. like music and shit. I don't give a damn about music. <laughs> so you have to you have to comb through a bunch of Bono. Because Bono's a piece of shit. <laughs> yep. Okay, real news, James. Fuck. All right. It's real news. Uh, Guardian or Galaxy Quest Two? Yes. 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 It's not happening. It just says they want a sequel. I know, I know, but I want to talk about it because yes, right? Yes. You know, come on. If they, uh, Justin Long's a little too old now. I'm just saying what stupid trolls on the internet say. (laughs) You know what? I think they said everything they had to say in that first one. Fair criticism. I don't know. I I really like those. Uh, The characters are fun. Yeah, I would. I I think it'd be fun to explore them um, again. Uh, Terminator Genesis. Is a dumb title, right? I already heard, th- heard that was. I thought that was a name already. They I just thought so too. They just announced that it's spelled wrong. That's yeah. all they announced this week. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing the corporation's called Genesis not, or something. Probably. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's the same fucking title. But Arnold Schwarzenegger's not like in that movie, right? He is, yeah. But he's not like in it a lot, right? I think he's the star of it. Better but be. But they're gonna like CG him to not be. I know Jason Clark and right? Amelia Clark from. Game of Thrones is in it, and they played John and Sarah Connor. And I'm guessing it takes place over a course of many times um, or many years. I, I would actually like to see the. I hope that Arnold actually plays maybe some fighter, and that's how they they use his likeness to make the you know the Terminator yeah. because he's you know like John Connor in the future. Yeah, like they just like killed him and stretched his skin over mm-hmm. a robot. Yeah. All right. Cool. Like it should have been in Salvation. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Like Salvation should have ended. Yep. My God, that movie should have been good. Still uh, fun. And then the last thing, and the thing I think is the biggest news, is that they moved the date for Superman versus Batman versus the public, um, <laughs> which uh, is only interesting. They moved it up, which is only interesting because like, Marvel went to bat on this one uh, and and picked that same date for Captain America 3 and then was like, nope, fuck you. Fuck you, this is our date. You move. And, like, totally stared them down for a while and they moved because they know, like, they can't it's, they can't fight that. I would have thought it would have been really interesting if they did come out the same week. I know. It was, it been it was really super in- bold. Wait, 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 go back. So Batman Superman versus the public was April, right? And also, uh, no, they were, both, they were both, both May 16th. Yeah, May they were 6. both May 6th. Something like that. Yeah, er, then, early in May. And then, yeah, um, Superman. And, and I, I think that Superman Batman was first. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they... They, they were. I, I think they dropped down on that date, even though that's, like, Marvel Weekend, sort of. 
Uh, and then they they, they stepped in with Captain America three. Captain America was like, nope, that's ours. That's so that was May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, then they went to April. They moved forward to April. No, it's March, I think. Well, now or it's March. March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. March 16th, I think it comes out. So now. there isn't three moves, it's just two. Yeah, no, no, it's just one. It's just one. So they moved, as soon as they moved Captain America to that same date, and there were a couple of weeks there where those movies were coming out on the same day, and then this week they moved forward two months, yeah, to, to March. Well, actually, they did move twice. Originally, it was supposed to come out July 2015. And then they moved it to oh, May that's 2016. Right. Yeah. Now they moved it back to. You're March. right. I forgot about back way back then. But I, I see the strategy behind both. I, I, I think it would have been interesting if they both movies did not move. And it was never going to happen. <laughs> but could you imagine if there was a box office where both movies made over 150 million dollars its would, opening weekend? It would feel like, um, like because, a, like a joke marquee from an 80s movie, right? Because like where there were two movies and they wanted them both to be like big hitters, like you would, I wouldn't have believed it. Because people like us, we'd get one for the early show at the Alamo, then we would just get for one for the next one. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I think that'd be a fun day. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it, it would be interesting to see how that split the market. But it's, at the same time, March though, I feel like that's the dumping ground for like we're not confident in this movie. No, 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 no. March is is coming back because March is when they dump like the the Hunger Games movies and stuff like that. They found that there is that uh, there's that window in mid March, just like Cap um, this year. Yeah, yeah, just like well, Cap this year. Cap was like the beginning of April, Early but they April, realized but that there's this huge gap, and then the box office actually suffered this year because in three consecutive weeks in May you had huge blockbusters, mm-hmm. which I mean you're saying they suffered. They all made over two hundred million dollars, but I mean, right. it's, but but if they were spread out, could they yeah. have made two hundred fifty or three hundred? Exactly. So right. yeah. we'll see. As long as you have a good movie, I think you can. Oh yeah, debut at any time of the year, and that's you know that's yeah. the 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 article in the Hollywood Reporter said that they said you know if you put out a good movie, people will go to the movie theaters to right. see it, like Captain America, mm-hmm. the Fast and Furious. Well, the or Games. I would argue if you put out a movie with a good trailer, people will go out and see it, um, because not every not well, I don't know Transformers wasn't a good trailer. How is it movie it's movie big and bombastic. Way? I don't know. Um, I don't know how that movie makes money. Yeah, people want stuff that's big and blows up. I guess. But, like, even the movie we saw tonight, like, I didn't think the trailer was very good, but I there were people behind me who were talking about how much they liked the trailer. Oh, yeah. And that's independent of my opinion of the movie. I'm just saying, like, like now looking back at the trailer, I still kind of feel like, yeah, movie doesn't really do... Or the I trailer think, doesn't really uh, do yeah, the I think movie the trailer service. for Ninja Turtles was really sloppy. Yeah. Um, and yet I was still listening to people behind me be like, oh, man, that trailer's really cool. Like, oh, I want to see that Ninja Turtle movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I know. For some reason, I didn't have a very good pulse on the movie this week. Yeah. Whereas, like, um, Mad Max Fury Road, that movie could be complete dog shit, but I will see that opening day. <laughs> like, my God, that trailer is awesome. Because um, you weren't planning on seeing it opening day? I was still planning on seeing it opening <laughs> day. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Hypothetically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That trailer for... Uh, for the Maze Runner, I will see that opening. Actually, I, we probably won't see that movie, so no, I probably no. won't see that opening day. But still, probably I don't know. There's like this weird dead area. Oh yeah, coming up. Yeah, yeah, it happens this time of year. Cool. Anyway, uh, unless I miss anything, I don't think so. I mean, they're gonna make more Lego. Well, they did movies. announce nine other DC movies. <laughs> did they really? I didn't yeah. see that. They announced dates. They didn't tell us. What's yeah, they didn't coming. say what the movies are, but they announced the dates. Do they think that the marketing like? Do they think that people get excited for Marvel movies because like? Marvel sitting around going like, uh, we're going to make a movie in 2020. Like, no, that's not the reason people like Marvel movies is because like they're so planned out. People lose their, lose their shit when they get like cell phone footage of Ben Affleck on set I as know, Bruce right? Wayne. That's so funny. Like, oh, 
He's wearing a shirt. Is I don't. Is there any way? <laughs> Good for him. Is there any way that movie lives up to? I think that movie's going to have to surprise people because I think there's I think this it's weird. Going to, but I, I think there's this weird uh, conglomerate of people that want it to fail. <sighs> Dicks. Because I mean, even in Comic Con, he wouldn't let Affleck or uh, Cavill take any questions when they showed up. They're just like, "Oh, here they are. They're waving." Because you know the fanboys would be, oh, you uh, fuck Affleck, even though they've never seen him play Batman. Or yeah. is uh, Mortal Kombat going to cross <laughs> over with Batman and Superman in the movies? That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's not Superman cross <laughs> Batman. It's Superman v Batman. No, it's Batman v Superman. Come on. Whatever. MKS. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't believe that movie's going to be... like I. I it's not that I don't believe that movie's going to be good. It's that I think that that movie's got a lot to tackle, and they keep throwing more shit into it. Like it just seems like a. I'd love. I love the idea. Like that little bit of footage you know, that Zach we got. Zack Snyder made sneak. Watchmen work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, and the little bit of footage that they 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 you know that leaked out of Comic Con of like, you know, it sort of seems like Batman is going into Metropolis. Like you motherfucker, you killed all those people. I'm gonna come get you. Like that seems like a cool idea for a movie. But yeah, you start dropping in these other characters, and I you know, know the only one seems... I don't see how they fit in is Aquaman. How the fuck does he fit into the movie, dude? Unless they're taking know. the Dark Knight and they're using the mutants in the Dark Knight Returns from Atlantis, or I don't know what they're doing. Unless Brainiac shows up and he just starts dropping superheroes onto the planet, like I, yeah. Or I guess I'd just... see that movie. Yeah, or maybe just going to accept a world where all these superheroes are part of the world, like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I want a movie where Brainiac is like a, uh, he's he's more like the aliens from Explorers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they're just kids who have run away with their collection of monsters from across the galaxy, and they're drunk bastards, and like Brainiac just shows up and he's like, ah, I'm going to drop all these superheroes on your planet, and he just thinks it's funny. I'd see that movie. Yeah. It's not the movie we're getting. Nope. Anyway, that's news. Cool. This is the stuff we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Uh, yeah, this week, um, I watch a lot of dumb shit. Um, I watched a movie called The Possession, which is about a Dybbuk box, which is a Jewish, um, basically a box that holds a demon inside of it. It's produced by Sam Raimi. Um, cool. Speaking of the Watchmen, Jeffrey Morgan Dean plays the lead in it. Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Dean Morgan, whatever the fuck his name yeah. is. Um, he's a comedian. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. The thing with these possession movies is they're all like the same. They they hit all the familiar beats. Um, it only starts getting really interesting towards the end. I mean, the characters are really good in it. Like, you like the kids in it and... Uh, you feel sorry for the little girl as she's getting possessed by this demon that's in the box. And, uh, I mean, there's some great uh, shots in it, but overall it follows the same familiar beat as an innocent person is possessed by a demon, and then they have to exercise the demon, and then no one believes the girl until it's too late, and they try to make the little girl scary by making her eyes blackened and things like that. It's just... it's It's not a bad-made movie, it's just... Oh, here's another one. And, you know, the horror genre goes through lots of... um, Fads. Fads. And right now, I think that hopefully the paranormal fad is going away. um, And possession stuff. 
So it was all right. I mean, it's one of those movies I got a long time ago when Blockbuster was going out of business and they had dollar Blu-rays. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, who cares? It, it's a Sam Raimi-produced movie. He, he has a pretty good taste Drag on horror video. stuff. So, And, you know, yeah, there's worse movies for sure. Um, was it not as good as... Uh, um, what was Scott uh, Scott Derrick? Uh, no, it wasn't. Because okay. the cool thing about the um, Deliver Us from Evil yeah, yeah. is it had a nice like cop part to it, and yeah. it was shot really well. This movie was yeah, the movie's gorgeous. Um, not quite. Um, I also watched uh, the Final Destination Five, um, which is the last Final Destination I had to see. Again, is another which one. Which one is it? Is it the is it the roller coaster one? No, that's a suspension bridge one. The roller coaster three. Oh. Yeah. Um, again, another movie I got for a dollar on Blu-ray when Blockbuster went out of business. So which one's four? What happens uh, in four? I think that's the racetrack one. Oh, that's right. Um, and this one's actually not too bad. Um, it the the suspension bridge part's pretty cool. Uh, but again, it, these movies—the only thing that's annoying about them, besides uh, the first one, is pretty clever. Um, and the second one wasn't too bad. And the but second one's fun just because like yeah. the deaths are so ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it, it's just like um, Saw without the Saw characters in it, where you have the story that it's people that escape death. One guy has a premonition. Then everybody, it's like setting pieces constantly. And yeah, you'd think that they could find a way to like to tell that same story and have like death come after people without necessarily having it hit those exact same. Beats. Yeah. I mean, the only uh, cool part that I actually kind of enjoyed was at the end. Um, the kids think they figure out that if you kill somebody, then you can cheat death. You basically take their essence. Yeah. And so there's a stupid part where one of the guys tries to kill the other guy and he, the one guy kills him protecting his girlfriend and so, you know, that's like a cheap way out of it. But the ending is actually the beginning of the first Final Destination. So uh, those kids get on the airplane, and uh, the guys at the beginning, the main characters, and they die anyways on that airplane that blows up in oh. the first Final Destination. So it's like it all comes it comes full circle. Huh. Um, so there's no way to escape death. And, they, and the ending scene where they, on the airplane, is pretty terrifying. They do a pretty good job of... Uh, Showing what happens, like the girl gets sucked out and she gets sawed in half by the, the rear, rear stabilizer. So you know, <laughs> right on. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, and the last thing I watched is a Scream Factory movie, a movie that has been never released on Blu-ray or DVD. It stars Jack Palance and Martin Lando. Whoa! <laughs> and it's called Without Warning, and it's about an alien who's played by Kevin Peter Hall, who played the Predator, and it's a really cheesy alien costume, and he throws these little discs of vampires things that suck blood out of people. Wait, are they? They're little. Are they little vampires? What do you? What? No, they're like these little. How do I describe? They're like they're like little discs that suck the. Yeah, they're they're like living of... organisms. They basically look like huggers um, from Alien. Yeah, but they're little discs that he throws, and they stick on latch on people, and they suck their oh, blood. They're like they're like disc leeches. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, the movie is super cheesy. Um, but oddly entertaining because it's so cheesy. I was picturing like a frisbee with tiny little vampires sitting yeah, on it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and it's really cool because they do lots of shots of the disc coming right at you and you see the string. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if because the Blu-ray actually looks really good, so I don't know if you can see the strings because the Blu-ray yeah, like with like, like Like when we were talking about Jaws last week. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's a Scream Factory. They do a really great job restoring these movies. 
I didn't know Jack Palance was in it. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's cheesy, but cheesy in a way it's watchable. And that's what I watched this week. Brad, what'd you watch this week? Wake up, motherfucker. Sorry. Um, what did I watch this week? Uh, I was rewatching The League for a bit. Nice. And then I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey! Nice. You saw an IMAX 3D, too, didn't you? I saw it in IMAX 3D. Well, wow. half IMAX, because it was the Highlands Ranch one. But yeah, what but what made you decide to see it like that? Time. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, the only not, showing that's usually not something you do. No. Um, but uh, it was post-40-hour, and I was like, well, I don't know what else I'm going to get to see it before the next show, mm-hmm. so... IMAX 3D it is, and holy shit, was it good. Really? <laughs> yes. it's like The, the movie or the IMAX 3D? Uh, both. Both. Well, there's a caveat to the movie and the plot. I did fall asleep like three times. Not because it was boring, oh. but because... But because it was at the end of the 48 hours. It was the end of the 48 hours. Yeah. So, like, I'm sitting there watching, like, uh, green screen. All audiences, a company, whatever. And the next thing I know, there's this kid screaming... Uh, and his dad's trying to control <laughs> oh him. My oh, God. oh, that's horrible! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like what's going sh- on? <laughs> Why is this kid being upset? Oh, it's in the movie. And then <laughs> there's a spaceship, and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, his mom had cancer, and that's his backstory. Okay. And then uh, later on, like, um, uh, they're f- it's towards the end, and they're battling on that planet. And then next thing I know, Groot's disintegrated. <laughs> and oh. ra- raccoon, Rocket Raccoon's crying about it, and yeah. So. And Drax is petting him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got to go see it again. But uh, the, the IMAX 3D, goddamn, I was like, tr- I was there. I was in that oh. planet when uh, Star-Lord's walking around grooving. Oh, you oh, you see God. that in IMAX 3D. Yeah, uh, that makes me, man. Yeah. I wish the Alamo had one. I, I saw Spider-Man in IMAX 3D, and it was pretty fucking amazing, too. <sighs> and it's now it's getting to the point, I think, where 3D is, yeah, it's still a little you know yeah. add yeah. on but if they do it right it's pretty sweet yeah towards the end of the movie i didn't notice the 3d as much actually um but that opening sequence was just like because they have like the title so far away from the background mm-hmm. it's just like everything's floating and oh sweet uh, yeah it felt cool. like i was encompassed 360 degrees even though 180 of it was in front of me wow. so and that was only half imax because wow the yeah. proper way would be to go to the colorado center stadium one and yeah. Uh yeah, the movie uh itself was tons of fun. Um I mean, it's a it's like the dark world where there's just this dickhead who's trying to like <laughs> ruin everyone's day. Um <laughs> Well, yes, motivation. Friend. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I would I would agree it's, like it's the, not like a personal the, grudge or like uh, no, commerce or we just hate those people. Trade violations. Yeah. Huh? He just no. hates everybody. No, he doesn't like the that there was a peace treaty with his people. He thought they were gave up too much of their. Um, yeah, but it's still not like like he's not mad because well, somebody killed his wife. Well, yeah, right? no, like, his, that's what that's all. That's he's an right. asshole. Is basically what he is. And yeah. he's definitely he's yeah. I would agree. He is very much like uh, shit. What's his name from the Dark World? Like, um, Malakath. Uh, Malakath. Malakath. Yeah. yeah. Man. But um, this is, uh, it's funny that you say this. Um, my dad never goes sees movies in theaters ever. The last movie he saw in theaters was Toy Story 3 because um, he loves Toy Stories. And my stepbrother, Jordan, works part time at the Mills movie theater. And he called my dad and he says, Hey, we're going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy at 11 a.m. Do you want to go see it? And my dad loves Star Wars. 
And he said, oh, I guess, you know, it's a, a space movie. And he, my dad was telling me today how much he fucking loved the movie and he loved the little raccoon. And he's <laughs> like, it was funny and, you know, the action was great. I loved the characters in it. I said, isn't my dad seen a <laughs> comic book movie? Uh, so, yeah. So that's, I think, a testament to the, how much fun the movie is, too, yeah. is that yeah. my dad would get out of his house and go see it. Yeah. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon, like... I loved, like, you wouldn't think he'd have a lot of death, but that whole thing where he's, like, this genetically uh, engineered creature, he doesn't really understand what a raccoon is. Um, It's like, it's almost like he's a disembodied spirit in a raccoon's body. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, there's, like, those little, those little cutaways to, like, where Peter Krill's, like, watching those scars and the implants on his back. Um, Yeah, and he even says at one point, like, I didn't ask to be this. Like, I don't know why I'm here. He has that emotional breakdown. and. Drax is cool because, like, you think an MMA fighter is, like, probably going to be a terrible actor. But the way he plays the whole, like, doesn't get jokes oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, thing is fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, Peter Quill's really funny. Um, <laughs> I love the scene, too, with John C. Riley and Drax at the end. Is, is, what if I rip somebody's spine out? That's murder. That's murder. pretty much <laughs> the worst thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, lots of fun. And also, like, all the stuff going on, like, all the, like, production design of, like, all these weird alien things. Um, just the production design is just so yeah. bizarre and elaborate and, like, stuff you don't... The fact that, like, what is it? One of the whole... Like, one of the set pieces is this floating, like, gigantic floating skull. That's from the comics. That's from the comics. That's a real place. Yeah, nowhere is a real place in, in the comics. Yeah. But still looks gorgeous. Like, I'm not... Yeah. Not to take anything away from the set design, but... It's not just, like, going to planets. It's, like, all yeah. these w- just bizarre well, worlds and or, or creatures, the, like, all the l- weird fish and stuff. And yeah. Or just the, just the fact that, like, you go to the... They go to that jail, and it, it was very reminiscent of, uh, of the cantina scene from Star Wars, right? Where there's just, like, so many different aliens, and a lot of them are really cool, and, like, they have... They've got a little character to them, so like I, I will remember the the woman who's like sitting there crying and talking to like somebody over the phone and things like that, uh, where you feel like it's lived in space. Uh, it's just cool, for sure. The only thing I didn't get was when uh, Quill jumps out of his like pod into space oh, yeah. to get Gamora, and he just doesn't instantly freeze. Yeah, re- you, well, you, you don't, don't know don't, until you don't actually instantly freeze. But. Yeah, you don't know until later that he's not really. Human. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, but you you have like there's hints three to four seconds in space before you will actually die. Yeah, but um, and you won't die from the cold uh, because the heat only transfers so fast. Anyway, uh, the the movie Sunshine gets it totally right. So if you remember, like he covers himself up with that. Uh, part of that movie just looks cool, so I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. Um, the the movie that doesn't get it right is Mission to Mars. When Tim mm. Robbins takes off his helmet and he's like, ah, and then he turns into ice and like shatters. Dumb. Yeah, the movie does. Total recall. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, that freaked yeah. me out when I was a kid. Yeah. When his eyeballs are like. <laughs> I was just still thinking. What else you watch, Brad? <laughs> or anything else about Guardians? Mm, no, I got to see it again to see all the stuff I missed. No. <laughs> Which isn't too hard. When else did you fall asleep? Did Was there anything you were like confused by? Because you know no, I think I pieced it together. I mean, I saw like the finale, so I'm like, oh, yeah, they probably fought, and obviously the good guys are going to win. So, yeah, yeah, but um, I would like to see how those dots connected, and also like what happened before. Yeah, uh, with his dying mom, 
It's a good oh, scene. Yeah, it's a great it's a really scene. Really good scene. So, yeah. I mean, I'll see it again. Did you good. say through the credits? I d- oh yeah. So I did. And I'm like, so are they teasing that they're actually going to make a, a CGI Howard the Duck movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, me and no, me and not. James were like arguing about that the whole time. No, they should. They should. I, I why not? Like they just whip their dick out with Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like they can get away with anything. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying that they couldn't do it. Well, me and James are talking that they should do like a team up. It should be like Howard the Duck and somebody else. Howard the Duck and the Avengers. Howard the Duck and Iron Man. Oh, dude, if Howard the it's Duck like <laughs> helps the Avengers. No, no, no. Howard the Duck. gets ripped in half by Ultron. <laughs> Howard the Duck. It's a, it's a story of young Tony Stark and Howard the Duck comes down to help him hit on chicks. Howard the Duck like teaches him how to hit on chicks. It's like, it's like crazy stupid love, but with Howard the Duck and Tony Stark. Yeah. And still Emma Stone. Yes. I'd see that movie. And then if they have a dance scene at the end, Howard the Duck. Or Leah Thompson in yes, underwear. No, Leah Thompson just shows up in, like, in her underwear. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen Howard the Duck, right? No. I've never uh, seen, I've never Howard, seen Howard, Howard the Duck. You need no. to put that on your list. Yeah. Really? I, don't it, I don't know if it's a list of shame. It's I a was going to say, like, like Mary Poppins and Howard the Duck. Dude, Howard the Duck's awesome. Fuck you guys. <laughs> well, there, you know what? He's right. There is a midget in a duck costume. So you do have that. Yeah. Okay. And, and the, the Thompson in underwear. And the DVD is Tim Robbins in a white like case. It. Couldn't I just watch like uh, no, I, Cocktail or? No, I like. Uh, is she in It's Elizabeth Shue in Cocktail. Uh, which one's she? Uh, all the Right Moves. She's in All the Right Moves. Um, what no, is Tom like, Ro- It's an animatronic duck. And then Jeffrey Jones turns into like some <laughs> weird monster at the end. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As Jeffrey Jones is and to do. sold. Yep. Cool. And he's looking at. I remember he's looking at Play Duck at the beginning. Yep. Oh. And there's yeah. duck tits in the beginning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and sold. <sighs> <laughs> My goodness. Do you know Disney sued Marvel mm-hmm. for Howard the Duck because he looked like Donald the Duck? I'm like, you better put <laughs> pants on that duck. True story. Yep. Yep. Is that it? Is that all you saw? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. If you think of anything, I, I honestly didn't really watch anything this week. I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny. Uh, but I between work and family being in town, I didn't. Though I did get a chance there. I don't know if I talked about this, but one of the problems with Nickelodeon taking all of Legend of Korra and putting it online was that their website is fucking garbage and... They didn't organize the, the episodes in a way you could find them. So it was like, you know, they, they were like in a grid on their site mm. and they weren't in order. So you couldn't, but they, by the time they actually launched a new episode, they relaunched, they redid the site. So why did um, they put it online? They uh, haven't said anything, but while they don't want the fans to freak out, they're probably canceling that show, um, which is stupid because it's still really But why good. wouldn't they just burn it out on TV? Because they already that. made them all. Mm. Um, and they know they do know that they have a lot of fans online, and you know because there's a lot of I think the bulk of that that the fans of that show are probably like Your older. Age? I don't know if they're necessarily my age, but like, and it's it's crazy because they show the last Airbender like constantly in syndication, um, so they clearly know that like there are a lot of kids who like that show. Um, so I don't know why they always cancel. I think it's just because it's probably too expensive, mm. um, because it's you know hand-drawn animation yes it's made in like korea or someplace like that um, we are slaves yeah right like they're they're making it for crazy cheap but 
at the same time, it's still hand-drawn animation and it's gorgeous, so it takes a long time. So it's probably expensive. Um, but I don't know. It's a shame. This show's still good, even watching it online. Hmm. So We'll take your word for it. You shouldn't. You should read the book, like LeVar Burton would say. Sure. Because you said, don't, you know, don't take my word for it. You know. What, whatever you say, James. Anyway, that's what I've been watching. Cool. Oh, we got to the part of the show everyone's been waiting for. <sighs> I'm going to get to Brad last. The end. <laughs> we'll get to Brad last. Yep. James, should people go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Um, this movie's not great, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um... Exposition's garbage. Megan Fox kind of phones it in, and the CG isn't complete. But I think it's decent. Um, it's it's fun. I don't want to necessarily say go spend money on it, but if you saw it at a matinee and you thought the trailer was cool, sure, go have some fun. Uh, I would say it's a rental. Uh, there is fun to be had in the yeah, movie. Yeah. There's fun to be had in the movie for sure. Um, there's a lot of things I did not like about it. I thought the, some of the exposition was clumsy. Oh my God. Uh, especially the climax. Oh my God. Where they're rehashing amazing Spider-Man. And, (laughs) uh, I know there's just, we'll get to in a second because who cares what I think about the movie. Um, if you rent it, you won't be able to tell how bad the CG gets sometimes. Maybe Brad, should people go see teenage mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm on pins and needles. (laughs) I've been trying to, ever since yesterday, figure out how to articulate this. Um, This movie is uh, written from the perspective of if you ask someone to describe the Ninja Turtles, but they never grew up with it, or watch it now in its current incarnation, um, and they're teenagers themselves. (laughs) Okay. So that's a, you hated the movie. Uh, I did not like it. It's okay. not it's not an abomination, but it's not fun either. Hmm. Hmm. It's it's pretty dull and uh boring and uninspired. So here's a trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Surveillance is showing heavy foot clan activity. They're taking hostages. Let's rock and roll. That's what I'm talking about. Like shadows in the night, yeah. completely unseen. Who's that? It's a camera flash. Give me the camera. Oh, look, he's doing his Batman voice. Back off, Rat. Do not say a word about this to anyone. If you do, we will find you. Yeah, we'll find you. I'm sorry, that came across super creepy, okay? That's... <laughs> we will find you, though. <sighs> My sons, I have trained you your whole lives to protect the city above. But I fear you are not ready for its greatest threat. We're taking your armor to the next level. Shredder. You must stop, Shred. 
together. You are stronger than he can ever be. Let's go save my brothers. Poor turtle. One's fighting a robot samurai. Why not? So they're aliens. No, that's stupid. They're turtles. Is there anything else we should know about them? They're ninjas. I would definitely agree with Uninspired. When you and have all the tools agree with we Dill. have. <laughs> probably agree with Dill. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't bored, but I definitely agree with un, with Uninspired. Seems like a lot of stuff I've seen before. Because even Ryan hit it on the head, like the end of the movie is the end of Amazing Spider-Man. Like, it's literally a guy who's trying to infect everybody, and then there's a single cure. But and it all takes place at the, on a. Um, you know, I, it, there's some things I don't mind in the movie. I don't mind that the Foot Clan. Uh, I know it's totally going against you know what's come before. I don't mind that the Foot Clan is you know now like They're like a SWAT team, SWAT team terrorist kind of people. Yeah, I get that. Um, the part I I really had problems with, even with the posters and stuff, is you're taking the Ninja Turtles and you're making them superheroes, which is fine, uh, but it, it, I was never sold on it. You know, I mean, especially because like Raph is like roided up. He looks like Bane. Yeah, he's like he's like um, pushing containers around and like, yeah, he, he looks like Bane from like cartoons or when he's breaking Batman's back. You know, he's just totally roided up. Um, because it's more. It's more ninja-y than I think the trailers make it out to be, but it's not really ninja because of what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like, they, they have these fights where they're, like, bulletproof and they do all this crazy stuff. And the action scenes are are pretty cool. Like, the, I think they're entertaining, but they're not necessarily, like, cool ninja action either. Um, yeah, it's, I think this movie would have been more successful if they just went full CGI. Like, because the CGI doesn't blend well with the live action no, in this doesn't. movie. Um, but it's it's detailed enough that it's interesting. So yeah. if it had just been like a more elaborate version of like the night two thousand seven movie, yeah. like Beowulf, yeah, uh, might have been more better. But can we just go chronologically <laughs> through the movie sure. of where sure. like because so it the pacing up. is the same throughout the whole movie. Like there's no downtime. There's no. Uh, I don't know. I think, a, I think it takes a while to get started. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, Megan Fox, I am bored as shit, like... Well, the first I, lazy thing is they do the whole origin story as a comic book After Effects graphics thing. Which looks exactly like any of the cutscenes from Infamous. It's just... Yeah, ugh. it's all exposition. Like, here, we're just going to explain what you already know. So I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to explain what... If you're going to redo the story for p- the uninitiated then you're you need to make this movie kind of a reboot so mm-hmm. uh, you need to do character development mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh i feel like this movie has none of that it's just like here's a character accept I, it I, I think you're right i think they take for granted yeah. that you know who the ninja turtles yeah. are and at the same time right. they tell you like here's where they came from like twice if you're gonna, yeah yeah so that's the problem i have forget the origin story just go into the characters and then give which gives them more time to like have a personality which they don't like yeah, they do have a personality because they're like wisecracking turtles. But like, I never felt connected to any of them like I have in the past. Yeah. I, I, I actually my oh. favorite turtle in this one was Michelangelo. 
I, I really liked his like yeah. love lorn kind of goofy guy in it. Um, yeah, I, and I, I felt like they drew that balance really, like a lot better than I think any of the other movies did. Right, like he was goofy, but he was goofy in a sort of palatable way, where it felt real. Like it, it didn't feel like it was written from a for a cartoon show. Um, it just felt like, oh, okay, he's he's sort of the wisecracking guy. Um, I did I liked Raphael actually a lot. Like I think, well, not a lot, but I thought he was interesting. Um, and I think there was potential for that, but my problem, like. Yeah, they they started off with that intro, and I thought like, oh, cool! Like, they're not they're gonna tell everybody this, and then they're just gonna have a movie where there's giant turtles in it, and then they dig into so much of the bullshit backstory and tie it all together, and like, make April O'Neil into this like goddess of Ninja Turtles lore, and I'm like, fucking a! Like, I don't give a shit. Like, why can't she just be a Hey, I'm I'm the chick who's yeah. here, and like, there's no mystery out. or wonder in in no. discovering who they are. Like, no, she just she's in the subway, and then she sees them on the rooftop, and like, all of a sudden, oh right, like half of my life I was taking care of four turtles and a rat. What a coincidence! Yeah. And she has to go to her apartment to make sure that she's not like, <laughs> and then she has remembering the, the, the it. Oh my Sony, god! Like. Leonardo tape. Yeah. <laughs> she just filmed. the worst piece of exposition I think I've seen in a year and a half. When she like says that whole like says that monologue of oh, I these were my turtles and I raised you know and then there's that dumb joke where the roommate's like I need to move. But when it was over, I was like, that's one of the worst lines of dialogue I've heard all year. Like every piece of exposition that comes out of Megan Fox's mouth is absolute dog shit, and it's not entirely her fault. I don't think it's her it's, fault. I, I mean, because it's, it's I, the, I, think, I think it's the writing is the worst the, part cause, of the cause movie. Because the writing's ri- not good. Yeah. When it doesn't yeah. involve the, I think the turtles are cool. I don't mind yeah. that when the turtles are hanging out with each other, having fun, and also too, I don't like Splinter in it. I don't. I don't. I think he looks like. Creepy. Yeah, he's animated terribly. He looks creepy. He looks like too much like a real rat. I know that sounds <laughs> weird, but like. Yeah, like his. Yeah, his, he's got the nose of a real rat. I think the. I think his fight scenes. Good pretty cool like when he's fighting those four dudes and he's like using his tail and pulling them over and stuff like that i thought that scene was really cool yeah that's fine but, but then when he fought the shredder then it's i'm watching you know a cgi cartoon movie yeah. and, just, and, and and splinter's voice is not right yeah the voices like every time i heard knoxville or uh, tony shalhoub voice their characters all i could think of was like their human counterpart yeah like they never blended into the actual characters themselves yeah and then because they're, uh, they're not voice actors, if I'm completely honest. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, Knoxville doesn't even try to hide his southern accent. They should have gone and got, like, Troy Baker or Norland North or, like, yeah. people who are actually talented. But that that's getting onto a whole, you know, yeah. I I hate the way Hollywood uses voice actors thing. But um, and Then you also have this bigger budget, and all of New York, basically, other than the wide shots, is just, like, that Times Square area with the Saks Tower yeah. Like, and then we go all the way clear across to like I guess northern New York, where it's like fully snowed in, <laughs> and to this estate, <laughs> and there's a sewer system that Donnie has completely mapped out, and there's conveniently a sewer cap at the end of where the semi yeah, crashes, but... um, and then they just slide through the sewers. Like I guess the sewers from the mountains are always pointed <laughs> downhill, so they can direct to slide yeah, their way. But, like, Here's the thing. That's not what, like, the convenience of how you get the Ninja Turtles from point A to point B is not what's wrong with the movie. Like, it's dumb and it takes you out of the movie, but if the plot and the characters were more interesting, generally, you know, like, look, we just talked about a movie where, oh my God, 
convenience and getting characters from one place to the other and all that stuff in Guardians of the Galaxy, it's all over the place. That movie, if it weren't as funny as it is, would be a mess. Um, but it's also it's it's a tighter script and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, like, you would forgive that if it weren't for the fact that they don't develop the characters well, don't keep you invested in those characters, and don't come up with good uh, like reasons for the action scenes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I mean, as as you go along, we'll go chronologically too. So she meets the turtles, and then uh, she has that huge horrible exposition. And then <sighs> so the turtles are captured by the shredder. And they're taken back because he wants their blood. Doesn't Splinter have the same blood? So yeah. maybe just like I take know, Splinter. I know that that one did. And Shredder me. fights Raphael and then just doesn't kill Raphael. And he just walks away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's weird parts, and then you know they're in. Uh, and it's and it's too bad because like they were building that up in a way where I was like, cool, this is when there's gonna be some ass kicking. Like, and yeah. then they just totally missed that beat. Megan Fox fumbles how figuring out how to get those guys out of the thing. Well, no, that's the part I was going to get to when they're you know being thi- uh, they're in their ca- their they get containers. have their blood drained. Yeah, the, and then just adrenaline fixes it. I know, Laura. But, where does uh, where does <laughs> no? It, why do they have adrenaline anyways? Yeah, and she literally <laughs> says, "Donnie, what do I do?" Adrenaline, and she runs over to a computer screen and goes. Like pushes the computer yeah, screen ma- a bunch of times. Like fist mashes the screen. Yeah. The end result was funny when they all busted out and they're all hyper and you know yeah. getting ready to go. Like they're on cocaine. Yeah. That, like that's a funny joke for kids. Yeah. Um, but also, so there are these brute strength monsters basically, mm-hmm. and it, like they couldn't just break out of that shit before. No, dude. Raphael just jumped out of the side of a van <laughs> yeah. beforehand. I know he ripped through a van just like <laughs> touching it. Like, like, like tissue paper. Yeah, like tissue paper. I mean. There, like I said, there was fun to be had. I did like the. There's parts of that scene where they're going down the side of the mountain. I thought was really entertaining. But the whole semi, like, there's the whole shot of like they're oh having a conversation. Gosh. The semi's just swinging back and forth over him, like and almost the director's like saying, like, "Look how cool and clever I am with this <laughs> shot." It's like, no. Here's the thing: this is the stupid. worst CGI in the movie too. Like that trailer swinging back and forth looks like hot garbage. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, I know. But so took me out of that. But then you scene. get the scene where. Roth hits the side of the Hummer, and I thought it looked really good. And it's a really cool, like, Ninja Turtles working together. You know, like, yeah. he even says the thing, like, hey, do your flippy, you know, he calls it, he's got some silly name for it, and, like, he, he catapults the other one towards him, and he makes a ball, and, like, and like it's a it's a case where they're using the fact that they're turtles to, like, be more effective, and they're, and it's teamwork and all that stuff, whatever, it's, you know. Um, so it's a cool little thing in the mm. movie. It's, it's a gorgeous shot, but then the then they go right back to a whole bunch of way too quick bad CG. Um, and the one inspired thing I thought about the movie was the fact that when Shredder throws his blades out and then he activates the magnet so they all come back, mm-hmm. that was cool. <laughs> that was like the one cool but thing. Then, then the turtles are fighting Shredder on top of a rooftop again, which is fine. But then there's a canister of bad gas in a spire yeah, so that they, falls over. So they and stop they the never, countdown yeah. and then they're, <laughs> they're like... One of them even points out, like, well, we stopped the countdown, but we got to stop the canister, too, because if it breaks yeah. open, then, then we, they, we did. And then they don't, don't stop, the, stop the canister. <laughs> it just disappears from the movie. Well, yeah. all, Leonardo also said, we only have 50 seconds. One, I don't know how he knew how much time was left, because yeah. they were never near there. But it was way the longer than 50, 50 seconds, seconds for Donatello to go. Yeah. That's what I mean. It just, there's fun and to then be had in the movie. The Shredder has the mutagen, mutagen, which they're trying to get so they can give it to Splinter, because... Uh, because <sighs> They she don't said, have other options. She says it's the only one, yeah, and it breaks, one. and then the next scene is like, oh, Splinter's okay. And yeah, the Shredder falls on it. <laughs> it cracks open. You see it right next to him, broken. 
Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is Splinter waking up and he's okay. You yep. know there's a deleted scene where she's like, dude, I was lying. I got so many vials of that shit. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Or any one of the turtles could just transfuse their blood <laughs> yeah. into Splinter. This is true, too. Yeah. Or we could just give him adrenaline. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> like I said, there's fun to be had in the movie. You know, even the yeah. part where they're like falling and the spires falling. It's pretty funny. And then Roth has that great speech of... Well, I thought know, that was like a shoehorn, like, oh, right, this movie needs some heart, so throw that in there real quick. Yeah, I think he goes a little bit over. But, but it does. Sorry, yeah. but, but, I mean, it's still fun, you know, because they get to the end and he yeah. doesn't even realize it. And Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, I like those interactions with... The interactions with the turtles were fun. When they introduce him and, like... The one guy starts talking, and the, and you hear Donatello go like, "Oh," or Michelangelo go like, "Oh, he's using his Batman voice." I was like, "All right, cool." Yeah, like, I, I get the tone mm-hmm. of these characters. Like, I yeah, I, I think there there are definitely jokes that they drop that aren't very good, but overall, yeah. I, I think the, the four of them are fun to be around. They're just wrapped inside of a movie that's kind of lame. Wasn't it weird too when um, Will Arnett's like Stark or what's his name Spark? What's the Sax, 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 and he shoots him, and then you don't know what happens. Like, did he really just shoot him? And then the next scene, he's like, "I got shot in the arm." I don't remember what did happen to Sax. He, I oh know, he hit Sax with a micro microscope. Scope. Yeah, like bam. Yeah, so he just knocked him out. And yeah, he didn't yeah. come back. No, uh, no, no. Yeah, it just went to the shredder, right? Yeah. <laughs> they cut away, a, and then like. So Karai is a real character from the comics. Mm-hmm. So she's the ninja girl. Yeah. Did she just die in one of the Humvees? No, she was in that Hummer that got hit by Raphael. Yeah. And then it just stopped. And then they showed, like, a quick shot of her inside, like, huh? Yeah. No, doesn't it get, like, crushed into a tree? Yeah, but they show a shot of her inside of it, like, really quick. Oh, okay. So, I, I don't know. Like, it she was okay like or, like, she was about to get crushed? She was okay. I think oh, okay. there's yeah. is maybe 10, 15 minutes deleted from this movie. Yeah, there's, like, Probably. all these main characters just disappear from the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Sax. I feel like the Shredder is more of a henchman for Sax than yeah. Sax was a... For, uh, for the Shredder, but yeah, Sax just gets hit with a microscope and it's over. And the Shredder, yeah, I don't like that Shredder suit. Way too many knives, not enough like... Yeah. He doesn't feel physical enough. He yeah. doesn't feel like a samurai. Um, and for a guy who's been like doing crime in the city for like 20 years, um, for like us to not see prior to that suit, it, that was like disappointing. Yeah. Because like, they made it seem like, oh, this is an upgrade, but but we didn't see what the original was. Mm. I would have I would have rather they go and get like the Civil Samurai design from the Wolverine movie. Yeah, or and something. like just have it be a straight. It's a big samurai mech suit. But yeah, because to me the Shredder is a guy who wears like the samurai hat and has the Mortal Kombat face mask, and he's yeah. an awesome like fighter. Like yeah. the suit gives him exactly. too much. Like he's a super. Um, I well, thought yeah. I was watching like a Street Fighter demo because they also said that he is an awesome fighter. He beat up those Foot Clan guys with his head and his right. hands type behind his back. Why don't they ever Which, exploit that? That's an awesome scene. Yeah. yeah. That was a really cool setup and I was like, oh, the Shredder's going to be awesome. And then like as soon as he shows up, he's got that dumb suit on and I was like, fuck, Shredder's mm. going to be lame as hell. Um, which is why I was really excited like that, man, that first shot when the Shredder goes to attack Splinter and Splinter like, you know, does that cool move where he like doesn't, he doesn't move and he just like blocks it with his sword and knocks the Shredder back. There was, or yeah, knocks the Shredder back. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going to be cool. Um, even though, like, dude, I've seen that before, or whatever. But it, just the way they did it was yeah. cool. Um, but then I don't know. Yep, I still think there's fun to be had in it. I I do too. Like, I'm surprised how much I I was trying not to be negative, but like all day when people would say, like, "Oh, you going to see tur- turtles tonight?" I was like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> but by the time it started, I was yeah, yeah. I had fun. There's worse movies this year for sure. Oh hell yeah, I Frankenstein. <laughs> Man. Yep. Transformers. 
Aren't you glad, though, that the, the turtles weren't aliens and Splinter wasn't a, or Shredder wasn't a white guy and all those things that like people rumored that were going to be horrible about that movie. They even actually make a joke about the fact that they're not aliens. Yeah. And how well, that, that would be. I guess my disappointment was like, they but didn't have a big budget when they did the old live action ones in the 90s, right? Yeah. But now they do. Like, they've been given access to this, and this is what they came up with instead of, like, yeah, the TCRI. Like, they said it's an alien origin ooze thing yeah. that they're going to use, but, like, just f- jump it, like, do the Utrams and Triceraton movie if you're going to do this whole CGI fest. Yeah. Like, well, go. It was produced by Kevin Eastman, though, too. It's Heavy Metal was part of the production team. I know, but I feel like. I wonder if it's just a head. He like, hasn't said much of, of anything Stanley. since early on in the production stage, so I wonder if, like, halfway through, he realized, like, how uninspired this actually was going to end up, yeah. and then he just got quiet about it. Hmm. So, I mean, he was probably in there earlier on, like, maybe redesigning the turtles, yeah. like, giving them each more than just colored masks and stuff, and yeah. uh, maybe redoing the origin where, yeah, like, uh, telling them, like, well, the mutagen's supposed to be from space because I have this... We wrote about this whole thing about the Utrams and the Triceratons and things, so maybe work that in there, and then as they went along, they decided to... Have they ever told that told the story that way where, like, April O'Neil's dad is responsible for any no. of that stuff? No, it okay. seems that definitely felt so. like a movie trying to connect everything. Yeah. yeah. Where it's it, not necessary. That's the thing. I, I think, to me, when it was over, I, it's, I sort of felt like if they had had... One more writer touched that script at the end. This movie probably would have been good. Like it, it felt to me like, you know, how Spider-Man Two would have felt if Michael Shabon had not come on and done the last version of that script, or the actually like the third version of that script. Um, you mean it, Amazing Spider-Man Two? Uh, no, uh, Michael Michael Shabon did like the. Th- Oh, Second like, to last, yeah, he's the guy who like saying, took yeah. Black Cat and those characters out of of mm. Spider Man Two. Um, that, that's what this feels like. Where yeah. if you had one more writer come on and go like, you don't need that. You need more of these characters, and that's pretty much all you you know. Like take out some of this exposition. Yeah, because could totally too made the Shredder the corporation guy, and you know he moonlights as the evil Shredder. You yeah, don't yeah. Have, to have the two people right. Um, or but. Even if you do, you just got to come up with something a little bit more interesting than an action scene on top of a building that we feel like we've seen before. I mean, I'll at least say this. The fight scene on top of a building with Shredder is better than the fight scene on top of a building with Shredder at the end of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fight. <laughs> no, blasphemous. I, oh, my God. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. It totally is. At least in this one, they like they fight together, and then it's not like, oh, Splinter shows up and like kicks the guy's ass. Like... Well, not even kick his ass, just dodge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's the same. It's so the same. He ends up falling off the thing again and like... Um, Makes a nice crater, though. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> they have to like, you know, they don't talk about the fact that they need to work together, but that is a thing that's in there. Um, I don't know. I thought it was cool. And did you know that um, all they needed was to believe in themselves? Yeah. Oh my Even God. though they didn't like I allude said, to that early yeah. on in the movie, like they didn't seem have, they didn't seem to have a problem with believing themselves. Right, there was no until setup the very about, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's awesome. But no, the rooftop in the first one was weird. They were also missing like really nice moments in the original movie, like when, uh, like Ninja Vanish. <laughs> 
No, just like the the hard stuff where, you know, Raph would come, like the trolls came and they they found like Splinter kidnapped and then Raph would like shout and like Donatello and Michelangelo just always kind of hanging out, like leaving the room. Um, and like Casey Jones and April like hanging out in the swing, like just talking, like all those slow moments don't exist in this movie. Like it's, no. it's, it's so bombastic and it just goes like, it tries to go for a joke and the joke is flat. Yeah, sorry I had to stand up. I was getting all uncomfortable, like, turning that way. So yeah, now it looks right. really weird. That's okay. Nobody on the podcast can see you. You're freaking me out. Are you staring at me? <laughs> Don't look me in the eyes. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 That's all right. They have the, they have the turtle van now. Yeah. Yeah, turtle van looks cool. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I would see a sequel to this movie. I really would, especially if the Shredder's not in it, because I still think that villain's kind of. Oh no, he is. He remembers his hand. I know it's stupid. Did this? If he comes back as a super, sh- if he comes back as the super Shredder and gets crushed by a falling. <laughs> Dude, uh, I was hoping he was like going to ingest that mutagen and become the super Shredder. That would have been awesome. Like even more blades and <laughs> just go all like his his faces his blades. And then he just like the 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 turtles just like dodge him for a minute and then like he gets crushed by something random or the turtles just push the building over because they're so super strong no, no actually well, they no did hold if it, up a spire so. if it yeah. were if it were like the earlier ones it would be that the turtles dodge him for a while he runs into the building and he crushes the building on himself that's how they would have ended it which how like they're holding up that spire and the shredder just doesn't stab each one of them <laughs> yeah right or well, shoot his all his yeah uh, all his knives at him yeah and April shows up I thought they like were... instant kill. I thought they were going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like that she actually did something. I wish she'd done something to Sax instead of that guy, right? Like, uh, Will Arnett is the guy who takes out Sax, and I was so disappointed. And then, because they even set it up, like, you killed my dad. And then, like, Will Arnett comes out of the smoke and is like, fuck. Because a woman can't like, take care of this. No, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, uh, they're worthless. Oh, the, 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 um, like they, I felt like they were building something there, where like the turtles were holding up the thing, and Shredder goes to the one to one of them and starts like punching him in the stomach, and you know it's a callback to that scene earlier where they were supposed to like, you know, all balance and stay on their point and like and learn like that discipline, and that you know that would be the moment where like, even though they know they're giving up saving the city, like they have to save each other, and and then they all like let go and they fight the Shredder and defeat the Shredder and the thing falls over and somehow they save the thing from falling. Like I thought they were setting something up mm-hmm. that was going to be cool, and then they just didn't you know just falls down yep anyway I'd see and they don't address that all of new york knows that they're who they are now either oh no they escaped in the sewer oh, yeah. dude yeah no one on the street looked up and saw four mean no, turtles bro. rolling down slowly uh no they <laughs> hit they hit as the boobs in that victorious uh, uh secret yeah. product placement which then the credits start, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. Like, they're going to do a bunch of these. Nope, just the boobs. Just the boob yeah. one. Just the boob joke. Yep. They probably did it, and they're like, ah, this is stupid. This kid's movie cut it out. And then Michael Bay walked in. He's like, hey, what happened to that boob scene? <laughs> you guys, still in the movie? You guys know that boob scene is worth $20,000, right? Yeah, put that back in. D- d- does it matter? No, wherever. I don't care. <laughs> as, long as, it's, as long as it's in there. Just put it fucking anywhere, man. <laughs> don't care. Because their the- turtle shells are shaped like boobs, guys. Get it? Thanks, Mr. Bay. We'll get right on that. That chick <laughs> is hot, man. PG-13. I'm going to put that model in my next Transformers movie. Let's make sure she's in there. Dude, I'd see it. No, I'm going to have to. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> next week, we're seeing The Expendables 3. Dude, cool. should be fun. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have a guest. Yeah, we could have a guest. Cool. 
Testing. Testing. Testing the wavelength. I like to fuck things in the butt, especially women that are gaping sluts. I stick it in their butt and they scream until I shoot them with my white cream. Oh my God. That's off the top of the head, guys. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even. RealNerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6Nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.